Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. Joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, my name is Joe. According to numerous interviews with the band, including the commentary below, Joe composed the song while hiding in a closet at his in-laws house. The context <laughs> for that situation was never fully disclosed. <laughs> Oh. Disclose it, Joe. Disclose it. This is the first time I think it's been weird that we call Joe Troman Joe and my name is Joe. This is the first time I think it's been like, because it was a back to back. Joe and Joe. Joe and Joe. That's, the, that's when I get the podcast with Joe Troman one day. <laughs> and we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh-huh. Anyways, the, the, the real Death Valley is the friends who paid along the way. Uh, <laughs> I was going to I was going to say the real Death Valley is the closet in your in-laws house, but I thought of a better joke and said that instead. We're back to save rock and roll. Everyone's favorite album. Is it, is it anyone's favorite album? I don't know. Let I us mean, know. Just, statistically, it's got to be. If but it's your yeah, favorite let album, know. let us know. Tweet us. At, at SWGDPod. SWGDPod. Hashtag FOBcast. Yeah, I fucking love this record, y'all. Just do that. Even the even if it's not your favorite album, I just need the engagement numbers. We're back in it. We're in it. Track eight on the record, ready to uh, you know getting close to the end of the record. We need to amp up this energy. And um, it was 2013, so you know there's a dubstep drop. Not that's not a joke. <laughs> how how do you feel about the song? How do you think it sounds? It sounds fine. It's like not that interesting musically. I don't think. No, it's pretty straightforward. Kind of, um... I feel like the dubstep chop is there, so I can't legally say it's one note. But it's it's essentially <laughs> one note. It's it's as close to one note as it can be without yeah. uh, actually being. Mm-hmm. It's two notes. It's one and a half notes. <laughs> 1.5 note remix. Uh-huh. What do you mean you can't have half a note? Um... <laughs> I'm going to defeat this Super Mario 64 level in one and a half notes. Anyways, you know, this song's fine. I think it, um, it's got a steady groove to it. It's, it's, you know, I haven't used this word yet to describe this record, but it's probably the most apt. It's unoffensive. Yep. <laughs> Sonically, it's unoffensive. It's just fine. That's a great word for it. Uh, the lyrics, however... <laughs> The lyrics, I think, are trying to be as offensively unoffensive as possible. I guess, I guess I, I'm just looking at, like, there's one in particular. Like, the pre-chorus, too. I'm excited for one of us to read that. But uh, getting, getting ahead of ourselves, we can start with verse one. I want to see your animal side. Let it all out. This is Pete <laughs> Wentz saying, show me your fursona. <laughs> Hey girl, what's your persona look like? <laughs> what that persona do? <laughs> Let it all out.
all the OCR you've gotten commissioned please. for it. Please. No, Pete is all about that. Let me see your animal, or I want to see your animal side. Let it all out. I want to see the dirt under your skin. Like That's not how skin works. Uh, I need your broken promises. I thought he said yeah after that. If he does, I also not thought there. he said that. I think it but... might just be not written. Mm. I need your broken promises, he says. What a fucking sentiment. I love a broken promise. Finally, fav- some good fucking food. My favorite kind of promise. Broken. I didn't read this is also in the overview on genius.com. Please sponsor us. Uh this song focuses on the apparent limbo uh in this relationship where they're trying to see how close they can get to a bar while they're walking under it. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's kinda true. That's kinda true. Uh <laughs> Fuck off, I'm so mad at you now. Uh, It is neither an outrightly defined romantic relationship, nor is it simply a platonic one. The Death Valley not only refers to the actual California Desert Valley, but also refers to the trough between two peaks, with one peak being the defined relationship and the other one being platonic. The lack of definition and state of limbo will be the death of them. The speaker. See? Petrick. I never really thought about this song in that context before. Me neither. It doesn't I don't think con- I ever. I don't think I ever thought about this song in a context. I just like I've listened to this album a lot because I listened to it a ton when it came out, and like I've never thought about it as like a gray area limbo song, which is ridiculous. That they, I am the queen of that space, so I feel that they didn't do a great job conveying what the fuck they were even talking about. Yeah, I, I have to wonder who wrote this in the overview. Um, maybe, maybe if I listen to this band commentary, they will explicitly say that, and I can be mad directly at uh, Pete Wentz again today um, <laughs> for for writing this song that is essentially just like, I mean, there's one lyric, there's one lyric in the chorus that I think directly relates to that, but otherwise, surrounding it is just a bunch of like, I want girl. Uh, after verse one, the pre-chorus continues. I want the guts and glory, baby. This town is wasted and alone. I didn't realize too that it's I want the guts. I always thought it was I want your guts and glory, which would be better. Yeah. Or just in general, guts and glory. Maybe I mean, honestly, it's probably the same meaning even without the prescription. I just think the prescription would be better. <laughs> yeah, it's just, especially because. It follows up, I need your broken promises, and if it was I want your instead of the, I think it would just be... Yeah, well, especially because it's, like, the guts and glory of what? Because, like, at least if you say your, you're, like, it's, like, it's continuing the the speakers talking to a person versus, like, you just just want guts and glory generally, or... Specifically yours? I don't know. Probably. We're probably supposed to connect the dots. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. It's weird. That's fine. Anyways, the chorus then begins with, but we are alive here in Death Valley. I think, I think I never realized he was saying here in Death Valley. I never knew what he was saying, nor did I care. <laughs> Reading it, I'm just like, oh, they just say the title of the song. Has that ever happened? I guess, uh... where, is your, where is your boy tonight? But that's like not the full, like the title is Grand Theft Autumn. Yeah. I Saturday. Don't know. I think... Saturday is probably the one. Miss Missing You. Yeah, I guess I'm just like thinking of like for, through from Cork Tree through 
Qualia do, it's rarer. America's Sweethearts is one where they say it. But I like, guess they this just... ain't a scene, technically. Yeah. I guess singles, they do it probably more than... Uh... Yeah. Because like, you don't hear Patrick singing about fucking water buffaloes or shit. Or dis- disloyal orders of them. But uh, nonetheless, we are here in Death Valley. Uh, but don't take love off the table yet. Which is it. Like that's That's the line. That's it. I'm scrolling down. Oh, no, I guess the bridge maybe. The bridge maybe talks about it. But nonetheless, don't take love off the table yet. Because tonight, it's just fire alarms and losing you. Because you know about all those fire alarms that go off. Yeah, and on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what this annotation says. Uh, oh, wait, there's a comment on the annotation. I actually thought it meant he was having a nightmare about fire alarms. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I hate this. Take that away from me. <laughs> Get it out of my sight. I also just love modern club music contains a lot of fire alarms. The girl keeps slipping off into the crowd, so he loses her. Okay. I guess. I guess. I feel like there's probably a difference between what a fire alarm sounds like, which I've heard one recently because fucking a smoke machine fucked up at Bloodfest, so we all had to leave the goddamn venue for like 30 minutes. Uh, that didn't sound like a siren. I didn't think that was part of a song. No. Not even just because it was, like, mainly punk shows, but still. <laughs> um, the chorus ends with, we love a lot, so we only lose a little. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but we are alive. And I, I hate this fucking ending. I like, of, of the chorus. I just think it doesn't do anything. Yeah, I don't think that it does anything either. It's just kind of there. I hate this annotation that's like, uh, short-lived relationships rarely involve real commitment, so nothing is lost when they end. And then it's just like, here's a picture of Kim Kardashian. And Blake Griffin? I'm, I don't know if that's the person that she was married for for like two months. I just remember that was a big deal when I was like in high school or some shit. Oh, uh... Kim Kardashian was married for like 78 days. But I don't care. I'm an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, hold on. Just kidding. I got to read this comment. Uh, I think the line may mean that if you search for love in a lot of places and get it from a lot of people, then one's losses will hurt a little less. In parentheses, think Dean Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I follow up. Boy, I love your fucking demographic so much. It's so wild. Three years ago, this comment was made. Uh, verse two. I want to see your animal side. Let it all out. Still has not seen that persona. Still wants it. Oh, there you go. Undress to impress. It's going to be the laziest fucking lyric Keatwin's ever written. And then fall ending it with, you can wear the crown, but you're no princess. Yep. It's fine. This, I... What's the, what's the crown? What's the crown? Is it... What crown? Yeah. Is it the relationship? I also feel like it's low-key kind of slut-shamey. Probably. I don't like, know. oh, you're undressing to impress, and then you can wear the crown, but you're not a princess. Like, you can think what you want, but, you know, you're still not. It's, that's such a fucking tonal whiplash, too, because it's like, I want to see your animal side, but only for me, I guess? Yeah. This is weird. I don't like it. I'm it's glad the verse good. ends. I'm glad it ends already. Pre-chorus, too. So put the D in dirt now, the baby times well he says baby twice so let's get you wasted in alone Ugh. hate that 
Yeah, that's gross and creepy. Hate that. And then it goes back to the chorus. It's the same. It's exactly the same. The bridge, the most of the music cuts out. I think it's Pat over like an acoustic, or, uh, yeah, Patrick over like an acoustic guitar, and he says, "We're going to die," and that's it. That's the end of the song. Yep, that's it. That's how it ends. <laughs> uh, we're going to die. It's just a matter of time. And then he shouts out his favorite uh, music satire website: "Hard times come, good, <laughs> good times go." This, I guess, could maybe. This rest of this bridge might reference that theme that we read about before, but I mean, they're gone in an instant. They're here till the bitter end. I never know. What I've got will make you feel more alive. I'll be your favorite drug. I'll get you high. I'll get you high. Blah, blah, blah. Those last three again. lines feel like they don't tie into the rest of it at all. Nope. Um, you could pretend that the wasted line sets up for that, but, but it doesn't. <laughs> and yet and yet nevertheless alright that's it that's the song you can go home now right yep we're gonna die it's just a matter of time hard times come good times go I'm either gone in an instant or here to the bitter and I I never know what I got will make you feel more We can't because we have to talk about the fucking video. Woo! Oh man, this video is a fucking trip. Um, I mean, yeah, it's I a safe rock and roll video, so of course it is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have much else to talk about the song. I think it sounds fine. I think um, uh, some of the lyrics are pretty messy when you put them under a microscope. But uh, none, never, nevertheless, there is a music video in the. The Fallout Boy cinematic universe. What's all right? So here's what's fucked up. We made that joke before. You made that joke before about a Fallout Boy cinematic universe. But like, the, the this ain't the scenes video technically happens after like a like the dance dance video. So is this like the second Fallout Boy cinematic universe? Is there multiple yeah. Fallout Boy universes? I mean, I guess I guess it depends on if two videos count as a cinematic universe. Um. Well, there's so here's the thing that this ain't a scene video has characters from like all the other ones. It has like Antler Boy. Oh, yeah, that's true. The Fallout Boy Avengers. Antler Boy, the fucking weird, creepy vampire. Uh, Pete Which, Wentz. who is he still? I'm, he has to be in the fucking other video we haven't seen, which would probably have the title of 16 Candles. I think so. I think that's it. I was trying to think of what it was. So yeah, maybe there's two. Maybe they rebooted. Well, that's what the then, hi- hiatus was. 
Does that mean that Folly Adieu's music videos are also a cinematic universe? Because they self-reference characters. Maybe? Because America's Sweethearts pulls the characters from the other songs. Well, also, there's like a connective thread through the post-Save Rock and Roll videos as well. We didn't mention this in the Irresistible video, but there's a joke where Patrick's hand falls off. Oh, I didn't catch that. It's pretty quick. They make the joke in a lot of videos. But in Irresistible, he gets like his, he tries to catch a, a basketball and it knocks a fake hand off. And he just like there's a long shot of just his hand on the ground and he has a stump. <laughs> Patrick is stumped again. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, did you finally make the connection? Yep. Okay, fair enough. Wow. I guess you have a, you in this video he is stumped and his stump gets stamped. Um, <laughs> but I think you've mostly seen him with the hook hand. That makes sense. I'm so mad. Mm-hmm. You should be. You genuinely should be mad. Uh, Caitlin, do you want to guide our good listeners through this music video? Yeah. So it opens on Patrick going to prison. Hell yeah. My, f- my favorite <laughs> Ernest movie. <laughs> Patrick goes to jail. And yeah, so they take him and they're like checking him in and they tear his hook hand off and it looks really painful. And then they fingerprint his stump. He has another hand. Yeah. They fingerprint his still bloody stump. Mm-hmm. And then they throw him in jail in one of those um orange jumpsuits. And then it cuts to Joe is in hell. Yeah, so the video actually opens with a long shot of Joe Troman dead. Oh, that's right. I forgot that Joe's corpse is the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, we, we don't, we have not seen on this podcast the context for this. No. Nope. Uh, but he is laying there dead, and then we do see him in the, the elevator <laughs> that we've seen before at the, and uh, the title track. But, uh, he's going up, and then the evil little boy's like, nah, fuck you, dude, and he brings him down to hell. But then hell's, like, pretty cool. Yeah. So. Hell looks really rad. So there's, like, all these very attractive women doing, hanging out, doing pole dancing things, chilling. So Joe is there for pretty much the whole video. And he meets the devil, who is Tommy Lee, which that checks out, I would say. Sure. And then they get up to up to some shenanigans in hell together. And then meanwhile, Andy and Pete in a weird bunker with a... With a blonde lady who's like, I guess, like a defector from the Courtney Love cult. Yeah, they at first they're like, inter- they're like being. Oh, they're being interviewed by the cops, right? Yeah, they're being like interrogated. And then so there's like a note that slides under the door that says the lyric, like, I wear oh, a yeah. crown, but I, I'm no but princess. But I'm no princess, yeah. And then it tells them like an address in Death Valley. So then they go there and it's like this bunker. Yeah, they and just he's... leave. They just stop being interrogated and yeah, leave. Yeah, they're just going. Why were they? Why were they interrogated? That's not how this shit works. Yeah. Also, like the idea of there being a real police investigation into what's going on in this universe is hysterical. This is, I think, the only like Pete being in or Patrick being in jail and then being interrogated. I think is like the only fucking reference of it. Granted, I don't know how Patrick gets out of prison. Maybe he gets electric powers. Much like in the Ernest movie. <laughs> probably not. I don't remember. But it's probably equally dumb. 
Honestly, if you told me that, I would believe it. Oh, uh, yeah, I would too. Why? I wish they did. I wish that I wish this was all just a fucking reference to to the Ernest cinematic universe. <laughs> Anyways, there's a lot of there's a lot of Patrick in hell or uh, Joe in hell. Everyone yeah, it's a lot. I'm it's really just like Joe, like being debaucherous in hell with Tommy Lee and like kissing his ring and then getting like a tattoo of like a little cartoon devil with a crown over it. And then they're like buds and they play guitar together and like. They're just having a great fucking time. And then in the bunker, the girl has like a Charlie Day conspiracy board of all of the cult stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she gives Patrick and Andy their musical instrument weapons, which are very Fuck funny. Yeah. I laughed very hard at the uh, drum crossbow. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I think at this point we've only seen the fretboard sword. Yeah. I think because I Which think it's barely even a it's barely even a sword. It's like a fucking glaive because it's like an entire yeah. fretboard with like a machete blade on it. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's something. And then Patrick is in prison singing. He spends most of the video just like singing in his cell. And then at the end, two of the Courtney Love ladies come to collect him, and then they drag him out. And that's the last we see of Patrick. Oh, that's where he goes. Oh yeah. I already, I already forgot. I already forgot. And then Joe and Pete leave to go do uh something. And then, or not Joe, Andy and Pete leave to go do something. And then Andy comes back and makes out with the blonde lady because I guess they're into each other. Sure. Inexplicably. And then Joe, something happens with Joe. Joe uh, he gets takes pushed sugar- back up he- the escalator, doesn't he? Uh, Yeah, after he gets high with Tommy Lee. Yeah. He he eats a sugar cube. <laughs> he has a trip. I described it also as like those weird cube-shaped pieces of gum. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like an icebreaker. Mhm. Also, I got really mad that like they don't they didn't time the dubstep drop and like weird visual filter over the top that like looks like they're trying to elicit the uh visual of a drug, drug trip poorly. Uh but they do it they start that but like before Andy takes the drug the dubstep drop before Andy takes the drug. And I just got really mad at that choice. That, yeah. Like, like, it's just, why? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. How hard is it to fucking start it like another five seconds later? Yeah, no, it makes zero sense. Who directed this? I'm sending you an angry email. <laughs> I want you, I'm going to start a petition and at like 50,000 signatures, you have to remake it the way I want it. Because <laughs> that's a thing that you can do now online. It's, it's not true. enough to cri- it's not enough to criticize your artistic decisions. I, who has never directed a music video, gets to tell you to do it better. Exactly. That's how it works. Mhm. Is that it? Are we done? <laughs> Is that I all mean, of it? Did we do this in like under 30 minutes? <laughs> I guess we did. I mean, yeah, there's really not that much to talk about with the music video. It's fucking silly and like Yeah. That's just kind of it. That's it. Well, it's over. We did um, it. We did it. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think of a pairing um, in time for this recording, but there will be something on the Spotify playlist. Probably something else that shouldn't have a dubstep drop, but does. If I can think of something, there will be something on the playlist, and you can find a link to that in the show notes. Caitlin. Yes, Joe. Where can people find you on the internet? 
You can find me on the internet at cgandars on twitter.com. And from there, you can follow my pin tweet to your geeky gal pal, which is doing pride coverage this month. And it's fucking rad. We paying people to write shit. Sick. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, spelled Ghost of J-O. Um, and tweeting about other shit that I'm doing, other podcasts I'm making. I don't know which one to plug. Um, I don't think I've plugged They Them Theirs in a while on here. So I'll say that. They Them Theirs is a podcast I make with my friend Rain. Uh, we're both non-binary and we talk about that. A lot of that show lately has been answering like listener questions and just kind of like having those conversations. And I th- we're going to do something special for Pride Month. We just have not ironed out the details as of the time of this recording. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you can check that out. Uh, you can also join the Discord server for the network we're on. There's a link to that in the show notes, and there's a room for this podcast. And, uh, yeah, you can support other shows in the network and um, listen to them at theorangegroves.com. And I think that's it. There's a, the pairing playlist in the notes as well. That's probably it. Yeah. 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 Yes, Joe. Is this more than you bargained for yet? No. All right. Well, see you next (laughs) week. Bye. I'm Cam. I'm Jory. And we're the hosts of CWFP. The casual wrestling fan podcast. Your weekly universe-friendly alternative for WWE wrestling recaps, discussion, and riffs from two friends who just love wrestling. And occasionally also New Japan, Impact, and All Elite Thoughts as well. If you're tired of Marks constantly booing a product they <laughs> regularly support and pay for, you can find us hosted on the Orange Groves Network or through your preferred podcasting app. Wait, why won't The Undertaker stop booing the company?